Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Ask John. My name is John, and you can ask me things. The purpose of these audio episodes is to give you quick tips relating to careers, including specific careers, exploration, preparation, planning, and everything in between. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the course correcting of your future career journey. And joining us today is a very special guest and a coworker of mine. We love her. She's awesome. Dr. Caroline Frazenet. Caroline, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes. So today's topic is what to do and how to course correct when your career path isn't going the way that you thought it was. So give us a little background on your career journey, starting where many of our listeners are at or soon to be. What did you get your undergraduate degree in? So I actually got my undergrad degree in film and TV production um, at Drexel University, which is in Philadelphia. Okay. And what was kind of your, what was kind of the the career path or the career goal when you were going through school? Yeah, absolutely. So I started, um, so first off, I went to a film camp when I was in high school and I loved it. I loved everything about learning about film. I loved working with people and everything. I thought it was so fun. Um, And so I wanted to go to school for that um, with the intention of being a writer director, Um, sort of indie, not so much studio. Mm-hmm. But um, it was really fun the first year um, because I got to meet a lot of people and everything. It was really fun working on the projects. But by my sophomore year, I realized I don't like being on set anymore. <laughs> it was really yeah. weird hours. Uh, it was a lot of time. Um, sometimes if we had night shoots, we'd be up all night and that just did not work for me. (laughs) Um, so around sophomore year, I said, you know what? I don't think I like being on set anymore. Um, and I basically thought the world was ending (laughs) because my degree was mostly in film production, which prepares you to be working on set. Mm -hmm. Um, I also didn't like editing, which is kind of the inside option, um, for film production. Um, so I was sort of like, well, this degree might just be a waste of money and I don't know what to do. (laughs) So it kind of came to a head when I was in a class, um, Mm -hmm. my, I think it was my last semester of sophomore going into junior year, um, where I was supposed to, it was basically a class where you pitched um to be a certain position on set um and then people would vote on who they wanted to do what so one person would go to be the director one would be the cinematographer whatnot and I realized I didn't want to do any of those jobs (laughs) and I had a mental breakdown (laughs) in the way you can only have a mental breakdown when you're a sophomore in undergrad yeah and I went to the professor after class sobbing just being Mm -hmm. like I don't want to do any of these jobs what do I do and everything and she was she was honestly amazing she was like okay let's go to my office here's a tissue Mm -hmm. um you know let's let's figure this out you know let's let's make sure you're fulfilling the course requirements but you're also not doing something you hate um and she just sort of was like would you be okay with doing this what about this does this interest you Um, and I realized at that point, oh, I want to be this person for somebody else in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of in the back of my head, um, when I was course correcting while I was in school, Mm -hmm. um, I, I said, you know, I know eventually I want to come back to a university and, and help students figure out their thing. Um, yeah. At the time, I sort of framed that as, well, I'll come back and teach film um, because I know a whole lot about film. Um, yeah. So 
by the time that I graduated my undergrad um, program, I had settled on maybe I'll write for TV um, and I won't do any kind of production stuff um, with the ultimate goal of like eventually I'll teach at a university or I'll somehow help students figure out where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, which I later kind of figured out that's kind of what career services is, yeah. but I did not know that at the time. I was not aware that, that was really a career path. <laughs> so no. um, to sum it up, by the end of uh, senior year, when I was entering the career for the the workforce, um, I settled on, I'm going to try writing for TV and I'm going to get a master's degree in film studies to sort of make it easier to eventually go back to higher ed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice. And so to kind of give us, I'm, I'm a little bit jumping to the end of the story and I, I understand that, but I, we have the beginning. I want to hear the end and then we'll kind of get to the middle. Um, yeah. What are you doing now? So right now I am the director of internship programs and employer relations mm-hmm. at um, Dornsife, USC Dornsife. Yeah. <laughs> um, and basically what I do is um, my, my title's a bit of a misnomer, which is why we added the employer relations at the end. But essentially what I do is I work with employers um, across really all industries because liberal arts is really broad um, and get them excited about um, Dornsife students and try to get them to campus and to connect with um, students either Mm -hmm. in person or virtual. So I organize a lot of events. Um, I spend a lot of time setting up things where students and employers can interact with each other. Um, And I look at it sort of from that angle versus the um, advising angle that you would do, John. Yeah, yeah. And and so... That's kind of what I, I why I wanted to bring you on in particular is of we have this beginning phase with you of of kind of the the art, the film, even getting your master's degree in, in film studies. And, and as well as myself, I was I I have a previous episode, Ask John episode for you. Those of you listening, you should go back and find that one um, of of my career path where it wasn't this isn't where I ended wanted to end up. And now I'm here and kind of that middle range was like you said it was it was very i felt very lost like you were talking about i felt very much like i didn't know where i was going i didn't know what was out there i knew i enjoyed talking to people i enjoyed helping students i wanted to be in some sort of educational but didn't really love like the k through 12 programs so i was i was really lost and so i really like that you've brought up the fear that that now both of us I, I feel like I can say it and, and correct me if I'm wrong. We're both in our careers. We're both successful. We enjoy what we do to a to a degree. I mean, sometimes work isn't work is work, but that's okay. So that that kind of middle ground of of kind of course correcting. So to kind of go back to your story where you were getting your master's degree and now you have a a, a doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> how how did you navigate that course correction? How, what did, even advice, and, and we'll get to some more advice later. What advice would you have to somebody who was in a position like us where it's like, I I have this like end dream of working with students or I have this end dream, whatever the, the students listening end dream is, but kind of that middle ground muddy area. How How do you recommend that they overcome the struggles or what did you do to overcome the struggles? Yeah, absolutely. The lost feelings. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. So basically, um, so Drexel, which is where I went to undergrad, they're kind of a unique program in that um, you take six months off from going to school regularly to mm-hmm. work. Um, oh, okay. So this kind of, this was like the very, very beginning of the ideas that I, I did with my doctorate, which is basically I was looking for um, you, usually people would do an internship or would have a job for six months. Um, so I was looking for internships in entertainment as well as, um, just jobs around the university, um, to kind of get both skill sets. I found most of the entertainment internships were unpaid, which was just, you know, my, I'm fortunate in that my parents probably would have helped, but I didn't really I didn't really want to go that route. Yeah, um, it, it kind of sucks when you get unpaid for your work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so basically, I wound up um, being the office manager for the writing center at Drexel for six months. Um, How did you find that position, if I can interrupt just really quick? How did you yeah, find Yeah, absolutely. It? Yeah, so I was a writing tutor. That was my side job, like my okay. my on-campus job. And um, every, every six months, they would hire a co-op student um, who would uh, manage the office. Um, And I said, oh, you know, this is a good opportunity to sort of build transferable skills, just knowing I was going to go back to higher ed at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, it taught me things that I use all the time now, primarily that the university is just filled with red tape and it's kind of its own beast in terms of trying to get anything done. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it taught me, you know, oh, this is fairly normal within working at a university and I just don't get annoyed by it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, which was a good lesson because um it, it comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. But basically, um to go back a little bit, I, I had to course correct a bunch of times too. Um so when I graduated my my master's program, I came out here and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try writing for TV. Um and so I wrote some spec scripts and everything and I was trying to come up with ideas for my own TV shows. And the more I learned about what it's like to actually be a TV writer, the more I was like, oh, you know what? I don't know if I like this lifestyle either. Um, Mostly because being a TV writer, you're hired on a show, you write for that show for a season, and then you're kind of wondering whether it's going to get picked up again or Mm -hmm. whether you're going to be asked back and everything. And it's just, I was not into the, the sort of the volatility of that. Yeah, kind of like the gig economy kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. So um, while I was doing all of this, while I was trying to work on my writing and everything, um, I had gotten a day job in visual effects um, at this this place in Sherman Oaks, which I don't even think exists anymore. (laughs) Um, But it was actually really great. The only issue was just it didn't pay very much. Um, So I did a lot of weird side jobs, which we can talk about later, Yeah, um, which taught me lots of different things. Um, It was fun and everything. Um, But again, it just didn't pay very much. So then I worked my way up in visual effects. I was a freelancer. So I worked with a lot of different people. Um, And by the time I got to producer, visual effects producer, I liked it better. Like it definitely paid better. Um, mm-hmm. but it was very long hours and, um, also inconsistent, uh, you know, because, you know, you never know if the project's going to get picked up again, or you'll run out of pieces to do and everything. So I wanted something a little bit more stable. Um, so that's when I sort of was like, it's time for me to move over to education. Yeah. Um, so yeah, th- that was a whole thing. And then, uh, I mean, 
please go to part two for the rest of our conversation with Dr. Caroline Frazenette.